Hey, Joey here with the Pop Goes the Culture podcast. Join me, Jess, Dusty, and Dakota the weekend of June the 24th and the 25th in Jackson, Mississippi from Mississippi Comic Con. We'll be there with tons of celebrity guests like Back to the Future's Christopher Lloyd, from the Goonies and Lord of the Rings' Sean Astin, WWE Hall of Famers Bret Hart and Devon Dudley, Star Trek's Gates McFadden, voice acting titans Chris Sabat and Sean Simmel, the original Black Power Ranger Walter Jones, and many more. Get your tickets online at MississippiComicCon.com right now because this is sure to be another sold-out show on Saturday, June the 24th and Sunday, June 25th at the Trademark and Coliseum in Jackson, Mississippi. Come catch the Pop Goes the Culture crew on the road at a convention near you. The Pop Goes the Culture podcast is intended for mature audiences. Remember that if you're listening through speakers or with kids in the car. Don't say we didn't warn you. Welcome to the Pop Goes the Culture podcast for Friday, June the 23rd. My name is Joey Mills, and joining me on the show today, I've got... Cinnamon! Dusty Trails. Dakota! <laughs> what is going on? What you guys been up to? It's It's been a minute since we've seen Jess. It's like been a six weeks or something, a month Several and a half. Minutes. Yeah, it's been a little longer than a minute. It's been yeah. like an hour and a half. That's because mm. I'm a money whore. Yeah, I know. Well, and a <laughs> I make that whore, money. Yeah, I, yeah, that I mean... <laughs> what have you been up to? Sugar. What's uh, What's everybody see, been doing? A lot of work... And we've been watching a Gold Rush. You've been sleeping through the majority of the majority. Gold Rush. Yeah, I have been. Um, we start. I started back World of Warcraft. Oh yeah. Fell off. I haven't fallen off the wagon. I just I work nonstop every day, and that's pretty much it for yeah. me. We're so caught up on from. Are you? Oh yeah, yeah. We did. I'm. I'm happier with the last. I'm ready to, yeah, the last one was a little bit better. Yes, but I'm not disappointed in it. Yeah, no. they just need to. Something needs to happen. Yes, I'm waiting and for that wow factor, and we're getting closer to that episode ten, which is yeah, usually which where is they this run week. to. Yeah, that's the or, last. Oh yeah, one, of one more. Yeah, the last one of the season. I think that we'll get it with this next one. Or, or we're going to get another question mark. Yeah. Well, yeah, they're not going to. I think we're going to have a little that's bit of problem. both. But I think we're going to have a little bit of both. We're going to have like a oh my fuck. And Let's then think about it. it you want to hear my wild ass theory first? Yeah. Well, wait. Let me let me Go say ahead. this first. Go ahead. What season did we start getting any answers in Lost? Well, like, they would they, no. Well, they would give you no answers the first season, but they ended with like the back half of the first season was all about the hatch, mm-hmm. and so the yeah. first episode of the second season we found out what's in the hatch. So they would leave you with a question over the summer break or whatever, but then they would come back and answer it, and that would just set up more questions. You know, once they figured out what the hatch is, they fucking turn on the black lights and saw the maps on the wall and shit. Right, but it was about season four before we Started really to get you the wrap up questions. Well, yeah. piecing the whole, yeah, you know, the whole backstory of the island together right. with a bunch of, you know, it's been, you know, people's been coming there for a while. The problem with from those, they're not answering any of the questions. No, <laughs> they're just asking more questions, and they're like. Well, this, yeah, they just, they're not, they're not giving you anything back. It's a show made by four year olds. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It's all questions. questions. Hey, no hey, hey, I got a question. <laughs> I'll, uh, yeah, I'll take your theory. So, 
you remember the new guy, Elgin, who's yes. the one that freaked out on the bus? Yes. He knows something's up, but he doesn't know what's up. He's just like, I was having the dream, and it, something happened. Well, a couple episodes ago when s- some creepy mummy-looking lady was like trying to drown him in the bathtub. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Looked like a, almost like a geisha, undead geisha. But it looked the clothing looked that she was wearing reminds like me of the gal that's pregnant yes, now. Yes, yes. It makes you wonder if maybe somehow he's maybe their kid. And that's <gasps> why he's connected to that place, but doesn't know why or how. Because oh. like every time they talk about, because he's the one that broke it, he's like, "Oh yeah, you guys are pregnant." And yeah, I'm gonna have to rewatch the last episode because I didn't pay attention to the clothing. Yeah, she wears like that flowy, flow, uh, yeah, lacy yeah, yeah. looking, like, yeah. silky kind of flowery. It thing. looked it looked like her if she was yeah. a zombie. The long thing. hair. Yeah. Yeah, that I thought it was her. So yeah, at first it seemed like it was her. Then he like saw her through the water or whatever. And it was yeah. So they, mummy they touched girl. a little bit on the lost things in the closet. You know, like that these things that everyone's left behind. Right. And some of the things are theirs. Yeah. That were already there. Yeah. So, but they just barely touched on it, and they never went and back they go, to. Yeah, it. that's what I'm saying. They never answer any of the questions they ask. So I've never seen this show. I don't know anything about it. But do you want to hear my theory? Yeah. Yes. I think you're going to find out that one of the crippled people is actually not crippled, and there's going to be a smoke monster somewhere. Is anybody crippled in the show? Mm, I guess just a little boy. But he's not really. Like, like, find out that sometimes he's he not walks even using, Yeah, he's not even using that stick yeah, anymore. And then next scene, he's walking with the cane. I can't figure he doesn't. Yeah. He's not a very good he's actor. He's all over the, the place. Boy, isn't kid. I, I don't like the little boy or the, the sister of the little boy. I don't know. Just you don't want them in general? Like, I hope they die. <laughs> I don't want well, so the little die. boy almost got well. Killed. I think the yeah. sister's kind of in a weird spot all right now. Anyway, yeah, cliffhanger yeah. or whatever. So, yeah, I don't know. They got to start. They got to start giving us something back. You can't I, just I'm, keep. I, I'm hoping you can't keep stringing us along and never go anywhere. Yeah, is it two hour season finale or just one? No, nah, I think it's probably just one. They usually oh, just do shit. one. On then I don't think show. we're gonna get. I don't anything. think we're gonna get. I don't think we're gonna get a wow or nothing. I mean, we. I guess maybe the whole killing of the. But they but I don't dumped that too. It's like we did that, and then the next episode we cut it open, and then the next episode we, we know that dipping the bullets doesn't fucking do anything. Yeah, so it's like, yeah, so it's like they just kind of moved on from so there. The thing of it is, they tried that. Yeah, and then they didn't even say anything about it not working. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It's it, like it clearly like, didn't work. Yeah, nobody was like, "Fuck, this didn't work." They just yeah. kept shooting. It's like, huh? I guess I will just run. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, I know it's. I don't know. They got to do something. That sounds really they they, some, no, they really blew up the bile thing like it was like this, this was is absolutely going to work. Yeah. We fired a full clip of bullets <laughs> and <laughs> nothing not happened. Work. Yeah, yeah, that show's frustrating. I like it though. They need to they need to watch it. Yeah, <laughs> they need to start giving us something back for for watching it. With There's them. so much frustration you can't not watch it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's fair enough. I guess it's like Power Rangers. I don't like being frustrated when I watch TV. <laughs> I have a hard time with shit like that. It's like you just want the people to speak English and Godzilla. Yeah, well, they do when you get the weird American version where there's like a white guy stitched in the scenes. Stitched in. <laughs> I can't like white, <laughs> white guy green screened in. That Steve Martin guy, not the actor Steve Martin, but the character Steve Martin in the first Godzilla. Yeah. I can't remember that actor. but Raymond Burr. Raymond Burr, yeah. Just yeah. a random white dude stitched into a Japanese movie. Yeah. That's how, that's how you handle that shit. That's how you handle that. Um, I, I watched Taxi Driver for the first time in my life. What'd you think of that? Ooh, there's some pretty rough stuff in it. <laughs> yeah, Holy it's kind of it's a rough watch, isn't it? I mean, it's like a well done movie. I, I don't know that I've seen a Martin Scorsese film before, um, but my friend Chris knows more about movies than anyone I've ever met, and he was like, "We'll do that. We'll have hamburgers, milkshakes. It'll be great." And it was great. We had a really good time. 
I was kind of horrified a couple times. Yeah. Um, I've only watched old shit though. Um, slightly newer, but I rewatched Campaign for the first time since tw- 2012 <laughs> when I watched it in theater. Yeah. Uh, and that was funnier than I remembered. Like pretty funny. Yeah. Campaign. Um, the campaign with uh, Will Ferrell. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Zach Galifianakis. Yeah. Uh, that was pretty funny. Um, watched a little bit of Brother of Arthur the other day. I met my parents. I don't have internet when I <laughs> go to bed. They have internet in their house, but when I go to right. bed, I'm like sleep in this apartment area. And uh, so I'm just watching DVDs I find at my parents' house. <laughs> nice. My Careful. mom had like a free. <laughs> yeah, like one's dubbed one's over. This, <laughs> one's, this one says wedding tape. <laughs> yeah, this one 25 says years how ago. Dakota was created. <laughs> 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 I'm half adopted, so that'll be a weird one. For I'm me almost freaked. <laughs> um, but no, like I mean, watching some of those old movies has been kind of fun. On like a 19-inch TV with a DVD player built into it. <laughs> it's a square, <laughs> old school. Yeah, yeah it's, it's a weird There's vibe. There's ten times more technology in your phone than in the... Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. And it's still kind of... and it, Well, it's newer-ish. Like, it's kind of a flat screen, and the DVD goes in the back straight up and down. That's but because of that... It, fucking skips in a weird way all the time when you're not moving at all yeah like but it's been okay and then i obviously am gonna patiently wait to play final fantasy 16 until sometime monday night when i wake up yeah yeah Um, are you off monday yeah i took off (laughs) i I didn't take off last time we went eight hours back and i fucking hated myself for it yeah so this time i'm like anything we go more than two hours for i'm taking the next day off that sounds good yeah i'm waiting for that I restarted Chrono Cross, which is a remake of a PS1 game. Yeah. Really been on my old shit lately. Sounds like it. Yeah. Um, but I didn't think it sucked me back in like it did when I was a kid, and I've really enjoyed that. So. Nice. I uh, did watch the Renfield over on Peacock. How'd you feel about that? That was a sh- waste of time. Oh, I'm, glad, I'm glad it was just on in the background, and I wasn't trying to actually sit down and watch that movie. I like got shit accomplished yeah. while that thing happened. I thought it was fun. I mean, it was just it was not good movie. I, thought, I mean, no, I mean, I don't think it was good, but I thought it was fun. Like, yeah, it, it wasn't fun, fun either. Um, I don't think Aquafina's funny. No, I've I'm never not, thought she nah, was. No, funny. I don't. Under, I don't get why she keeps getting. And then she had that hired whole deal about doing a black scent after yeah. making a whole stink about she never do an Asian accent. Yeah, yeah, which. She was in the right to not want to have to do an Asian accent, but then to make fun of someone else's dialect felt kind of fucking weird and I'm like, yeah, not she's, great. She's kind of seems like a piece of shit. Yeah, and don't love she's her. not funny at all. She thinks she's at, they they she's act loud. like she's a comedian. Yeah, she's, she's loud. just loud. Yeah. yeah. Um, but the actor, what's his name? It's also Nicholas, right? Nicholas Holt. Yeah. I mean, he, he's fun enough. Yeah, he did okay, but um, just wasn't a good movie. Would have yeah. been better if they had a better movie. Yeah, I mean, it got. It didn't know what it was, which felt weird. Like it was like, is this a mafia movie? Is this a vampire movie? Is this a like? Is it supposed to be a comedy? Like a comedy? Is it a horror? Is it? Yeah, yeah. It kind of goes all over the place, but yeah, I felt like they kind of leaned into the camp enough a couple times. I was like, well, at least they know it's not a good movie. Yeah, which doesn't always. It worked, <laughs> yeah. it worked really well with Willy's Wonderland. Yeah, this one not so much. <laughs> I started the uh, Secret Invasion show over on Disney Plus, the Marvel came show. Out yesterday, the day before. Yeah, it came out on Wednesday. Yeah. That was it's okay. I mean, I'm, I again, imagine. it's it's only six episodes, so it's like you guys need to pick up the pace a little bit. Because this last six months has got me so jaded. I'm like, I can wait till it's free to watch it all and just kind of go through it. Yeah, I'm sure it'll be I'm out. Not somewhere. in a hurry for anything. And that's about it. The rest of it's just been convention <laughs> prep stuff, and I'm still not completely prepped for that. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, every week we ask you guys to let us know what you've been up to, what you've been watching, listening, reading, playing to, doing. Our buddy Thomas at Multiverse Tonight Podcast, which you can follow on Twitter at Multiverse Tom. 
sent us this. He said he, he saw Hamilton in Wichita, front row for Hamilton. Nice. And this weekend, he's going to Smallville Comic Con in Hutchinson, Kansas. That's I one we've never been to. I Smallville. Hope Superman's Maybe we there. should. Is Smallville a real place? It's a real no. Place. That's just the name of the convention because it's uh, out in the middle of nowhere, Kansas. Okay, they usually like, bring like a couple of DC related actors out. At this point, like yeah. the kid that was the baby in the first Superman movie, <laughs> who's shit. now an adult. He was like a baby in the seventies, and now he's an adult. And they're like, "What do you remember?" It's like I don't remember shit. No, I was I was, I was six I months old. My pants yeah, when that was happening. So, so yeah. Huh. They they kind of get that group of uh, celebrities. I just came for the check. Hashtag yeah. probably still better than VisionCon. <laughs> yeah. Wow. You're going there already. I'll go there. I don't give a shit. This week's joke of the week comes to us from Storytime with May Lynn and Family. It's uh, at Mr. Steve Stories on Twitter. Send us this, which is a perfect joke of the week for Pride Month. says, I'm a trans mother of five and the primary caregiver of the family, and not going to lie, it's really hard. Sometimes I feel like nobody notices me, that I'm just invisible. But hey, it's my own fault. That's what I get for being a transparent. <laughs> See, because oh, yeah. trans, nice. as in trans, like, yeah, we you know, and then a parent, like a you know, having kids and then transparent being invisible. Are you explaining so it to us? I'm explaining <laughs> it to anybody who <laughs> may not know what was funny about oh, that. Okay. It's very funny. I like, I like that. That's a good one. Yeah, I like that. One. We have a lot of ways you can interact and be a part of the show. One of those is by submitting your questions that you don't know the answer to or you can't find the answer to with a simple Google search. And you let us do the work for you. We call this our Ask the Experts segment. This week, Caleb, our buddy Caleb, sent us the following question on Facebook. His question is, do animals get jealous? When my dog sees me give attention to my cat, she gets jealous and comes over. What emotion is she experiencing? Is it jealousy or envy? Isn't it the same thing? Thanks, Caleb, for asking the question. What do you guys think? Do you think the pets get uh, jealous? Absolutely. Yes. Really? Sorry, i got to get my, my... No question about um, it. Yeah, I think so. that. As if you have more than one pet, I mean, be all, you've you clearly see, experienced... I feel the like you see it a lot in dogs. Like <clears throat> you get the new, like a puppy and the old dog, the older mm-hmm. dog starts getting kind of jealous. Ours does that. As soon yeah. as I come home, they will come running at me. They fight for attention. And I can reach down, pet Rice, and Rice is all happy. And then Charlie comes over, pushes him, like literally pushes him out of the way. And then he's like, hey, me, me. And then he won't let rice. I feel like they act just like children do. Yeah. yeah. Well, here is the actual expert <coughs> answer. This comes from Live Science, one of the biggest and most trusted popular science websites operating today. They take all of those science articles and make them readable for us. And here is a, an article that was written about this same question. It says, Scientists have long studied, long struggled to study and identify emotions in animals, especially given the difficulty in separating out biases and anthropomorphisms. But research is starting to suggest that jealousy, at least, is a primordial emotion that both people and some animals, particularly dogs and primates, share. It's important to recognize that while the terms jealousy and envy may sometimes be used interchangeably, psychologists see them as two very different emotions. So when you ask about envy and jealousy, Caleb, it's two different things. Oh, he knows. Envy is a two-entity emotion that occurs when we lack something, whether it be a specific personal attribute or an object that somebody else has. So envy is like, you have something and I want it. Whereas jealousy requires a social triangle and pops up when someone or something threatens a special relationship. So, so both really with dogs, I would say. I've seen them do it with like an object like... 
I want that object. I want that toy you have because they have it. Or I've Joey wants my hair, things like that. Yeah, you want my dick. <laughs> Would that be envy or jealousy? You don't want to have it. You want to have Ooh. it. You know? that's not, I'm just going to touch the tip. Yeah, that's fair. There you go. Jesus. For a person or an animal to feel jealousy, they need to have the cognitive ability to recognize on some level the importance of a relationship and gauge potential threats to that relationship. Most research into jealousy has revolved around sex and romantic relationships, but jealousy, of course, can occur in other situations, such as between friends, family members, and coworkers. In fact, research shows that infants as young as six months old demonstrated jealousy when their mothers interacted with another infant, which was in actuality just a doll. This suggests that jealousy is an inborn and not learned emotion that evolved to protect any type of social relationship from interlopers. And one that may exist in other social animals. In 2014, researchers at the University of California, San Diego, modified the infant experiments, adapting them to dogs. They found that dogs acted far more jealous when their owners interacted with a fake dog, petting it and treating it as if it was real, than the than if they used uh, non-dog-like objects like jack-o'-lanterns and books. One third of the dogs tried to get between their owners and the fake dog, and one fourth of them even snapped at the fake dog. For the dogs that didn't show jealousy, the researchers suspected the canines may have understood that the stuffed animals weren't real dogs or they just didn't have very strong bonds with their owners to begin with. Scientists have also documented jealousy in coppery titty monkeys. Or titty monkeys? Titty monkeys. T-I-T-I. I'm going to call them titty monkeys. Titty monkeys. Titty monkeys. Everyone loves a good titty monkey. A copper titty monkey. A monogamous primate species, and they are using the animals to better understand uh, the neurobiology behind the powerful emotion. In response to romantic rivals, a male titty monkey is known, yeah, is known to become <laughs> aggressive and place themselves between their romantic ri- uh, their their mate and the potential rivals, and occasionally physically restrain their mates to keep them from moving towards the intruder males. So they get rough with it. That's abusive, but okay. Kind of toxic, but go yeah. off. <laughs> <laughs> toxic masculinity in the titty monkeys. Mm-hmm. Uh, for the research, they're into it. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, it could be a sex thing. For the research uh, published in October 2017 in the journal Frontiers in Ecology and Evolution, the scientists had male titty monkeys watch their mates interact with a stranger male for 30 minutes and watch the stranger females interact with stranger males for the same amount of time. When observing their mates, the monkeys experienced increased levels of hormones, testosterone associated with mate-related aggression and competition, and cortisol, an indication of social stress. So they cucked a bunch of monkeys? Yes, monkey That's cucking awesome. is good. <laughs> I think it's the guy's own section oh, on porn. Science is so <laughs> weird. <laughs> yeah, it is. Real science. Additionally, <laughs> the brain scans revealed uh, the primates had heightened activity in areas of the brain associated with se- social exclusion in humans that? and other areas associated <laughs> with aggressive behavior. Importantly, studies show that a large percentage of pet owners report consistent signs of jealousy among domestic pets, including horses, birds, dogs, and cats. So thanks again, Caleb. We will let you know how you can ask a question, and we'll and find Caleb, an answer, if you expert to ask it for touch you. Touch a titty monkey. You. Go find you a titty monkey, but make sure that it doesn't have a mate, because if you start if you messing with the butthole <laughs> of a titty monkey, you better be ready. Then the mate is going to pin it down while, you, while you're <laughs> going to town on it. Those damn titty monkeys. Oh, All right, I want to thank my co-host for being here today. <laughs> Thanks to everybody listening to the podcast whenever and wherever you are able to listen. we got a great show for you. To get your weekend started, let's kick it off by taking a look at the top stories in entertainment and pop culture from the week that was, starting with the top five at the box office from last weekend. The Flash debuted in the top spot. 
but underperformed expectations. The film was forecast to bring in 70 to $75 million its opening weekend. Not so much. It earned only uh, $55 million, which is not what they were expecting. He should have stuck with Fantastic Beasts. Yeah, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) For comparison, the Black Adam movie that uh, they made one of those and they shit-canned the rock and said never again. It made $67 million in its opening weekend last fall, so I don't think we have to ask the question of whether or not Ezra Miller will remain the Flash in the new DC film universe. Not with those kind of numbers. Yeah, I Give mean, that kid a wand. They canned The Rock, so... Yeah. And he hadn't recently... Been, been in legal trouble? Been a pedophile, beaten a woman, been on, like, done a lot of really fucked up weird shit. And been in the news for it. Yeah. He may have done that, but nobody covered it. No one knows, and he wasn't on the run from the feds. <laughs> yeah, this is true. Pixar's Elemental opened in second place, also underperforming. The film was expected to earn a very low for Pixar, $35 million, which would make that the second worst opening weekend for a Pixar movie behind only the original Toy Story, which went on to change how the industry worked. So nobody knew what they were getting into with the Toy Story movie. They kind of know what Pixar is now. Elemental did not even hit that mark. It only earned $29.5 million, just $400,000 more than Toy Story, which when you adjust for inflation, makes it the worst performing weekend, opening weekend ever for a Pixar film. Sold the least amount of tickets. Like, it did worse than Cars 2. More like elementally handicapped. You know what I'm saying? More but, like something happened. But do you think that with all of these movies coming out right now, and then you have the streaming services that are able to, you know, you can rent it, and not have to go to the yeah you, you can watch it in, in a month from now or whatever. Yeah, yeah yeah and it's it's a lot cheaper than what you're having to do you think that might be yeah i think that's part of it yeah yeah rounding up the top five spider-man across the spider-verse dropped from two to three transformers rise of the beast fell hard from number one to number four little mermaid moved from number three to number five that's your top five at the box office from last weekend some of the other stories that caught our attention this past week, the Flash director, Andy Machete, has been hired to direct the DC Film Universe's Batman reboot. That movie is called The Brave and the Bold. When asked about the film earlier this year, James Gunn, who's now in charge of DC Films going forward, said, this is the introduction of the DCU's Batman. It's the story of Damian Wayne, who's Batman's actual son, who we didn't know existed for the first eight to ten years of his life. He was raised as a little murderer and assassin. He's a little son of a bitch, end quote. Sounds like my kid. <laughs> Sounds like a lot of kids. <laughs> little sons of bitches. Uh, we were talking about this last week, Dusty. Days after the body cams from Las Vegas police officers oh, yeah. capturing something falling from the sky, NASA has oh, shot man. down the notion that the object captured on film was an alien spacecraft. Of course they did. According to a new report from the Las Vegas Review Journal, a statement from NASA's Planetary Defense Office says that the item was certainly not a UFO, but rather the bright light from a meteor burning up in the planet's atmosphere. At the time, police officers were responding to a Las Vegas home after a family called 911 to say they spotted what they thought were aliens in their backyard. Upon arrival, one of the officers' body cameras captured a glowing green orb falling out of the sky. NASA, however, says it wasn't a spacecraft, but either a meteor or an asteroid. Quote, in other words, natural objects, which were large enough to be categorized as asteroids prior to entering the Earth's atmosphere, end quote, a NASA spokesperson told the Review Journal. Given that it burned up in the atmosphere, the space agency said there would have been nothing to crash into anyone's yard. 
the fact that NASA has a division titled the Planetary Defense Office that's handling these requests for information probably tells you all you really need to know about that story. So, yeah. wait also, a minute, yeah, though. They had video they footage of yeah. the spot that the craft was on. Yeah. It didn't burn up in the atmosphere. No, no. They videoed the spot According, it was to, according to the Planetary Defense <laughs> Office <laughs> at I NASA. Never, I never want Tom DeLonge from Blink-182 to be right. but that. And then the police, <laughs> the, the Las Vegas Police Department, clearly said, I seen it crash into this yard. Nope, not according to NASA, <laughs> who wasn't there. But the Planetary Defense Office said, nope, that couldn't have happened. Uh, not possible. Impossible. Okay. Don't believe what you see. <laughs> yeah. We're all just in a simulation. That's right. Yep. <laughs> Marvel Studios, Universal, and Warner Brothers Discovery's HBO have all announced that they are sitting out of San Diego Comic-Con this year. Seems like the good old days oh. of San Diego Comic-Con being the top event in entertainment and pop culture is kind of over. People nope, are done good. spending money to go show up at San Diego Comic Con. Huh. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah. Yeah. That used to be like, like everybody's always like, Have you been to San Diego? That's like the yeah. Mecca of Comic Con. That used to be yeah. where like all they'd bring all the Marvel people out or you know, all the people from Lost, like we were talking yeah, about earlier. That was like E yeah. three of what big nerdy movie yeah. or movies, TV comic shows, all that yeah. game was hmm. not game. So Blizz BlizzCon's <laughs> not doing they yeah, didn't do one on last year. No, but they're back this year. Oh do they still offer hotel rooms? I don't know. <laughs> Can you stay in the Cosby suite? <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're oh, killing it over there. Yeah, Jesus, literal of the suicide that happened because of them. Yeah, because they're yeah. monsters. I know that's why I said Jesus. Going. Are you explaining this to us? Or <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Megan Fox jumped on board. I mean, yeah, yes, she did on the uh, Diablo. <laughs> yeah. Next this week, I'm sorry, this week's Nintendo <laughs> Direct announced a bunch of stuff coming to the Nintendo Switch. Like <gasps> a remake of Super Mario RPG, a remake of the Batman Arkham Trilogy for the Switch. It was never released for the Switch. And the remake of Luigi's Mansion Dark Moon. Are you <gasps> catching a theme Ooh. here? A lot of yeah. remakes. Hey, yeah. why not announce a new console? No. the why new They, they did that? announce some new games, why though, including why Super they? Mario Brothers Wonder, Super Princess Peach, and WarioWare Move It. Because we don't like 30 Wario. frames a second. That's why. I it do fucking like love WarioWare, though. Do you? It is like this minigame goofiness. That's well, they're going to give you a new one really, really sometime in the next couple on. years, according to Nintendo. Hell yeah. New console. I no. never go into They're going to keep the Switch till the PS6 is out. I, I, I'm calling <sighs> it. I don't think so. I'm calling it. The OLED's like less than... The OLED's like less than, what, two years old? I think so, yeah. yeah. But the OLED is nothing, bro. Yeah, I, well, it's, it is for a handheld. Yeah, I mean, it's, 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 it's a deck, clearer really. screen. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. Make a new console. <laughs> yeah, well, they're not going to do that. Well, on the Steam Deck, like, really fucking made the Switch feel unimportant <laughs> fast. Yeah. I don't have a Steam Deck, though. No, I don't either. I have a Switch, so I'm going to keep rooting for it. <laughs> <laughs> Make some real <laughs> games. Yeah. Thursday, Hillshire Snacking, part of Hillshire Farms food brand, announced they're looking to hire an all-new position at their corporate headquarters, the Snacktivity Director. I'll whoever, do it. Whoever gets hired, <laughs> in quotes, as the company's new snacking director not only gets a cash prize, but enough snacks to sustain even the hungriest of snackers. Donate That's a challenge right there. I'm going to yeah. sit up outside every dispensary <laughs> yep. selling snacks. According to Hillshire, the winner of the contest will receive $2,500 and hundreds of dollars worth, whatever that means, of Hillshire Hillshire snacking snack plates and a brand hunger solution for their workplace. So you get like a charcuterie board? Yeah, pretty much. What's a charcuterie board? 
Oh, meat, a, a cheese, coochie crackers. Board? A hoochie oh. coochie board. Yeah. I thought it's it was a, a game. What, it's that thing Alan Jackson was singing about down by the river. Yeah, yeah. And it would get kind of hot if you leave it out. I thought he's talking about a, a hoochie's coochie. No, yeah. He was well, that's the same thing, but just a little bit different. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's, it's still, still, it's still, still a snack like, box. Still snack <laughs> box. <laughs> <laughs> the hoochie coochie still a snack box. It still box. looks like lunch, mate. <laughs> <laughs> the jobbing. The job is in effect for six weeks from early July through the middle of August this year. To apply for the job, the company's asking applicants to create a video detailing your snacking habits and how you think you can elevate your snacking process. Do they say if they want this PG rated? <laughs> I don't want any fucking documentation of my snacking habits. That video can be submitted through the Hillshire website. Application videos will then be accepted through July the 4th. So Have you, you ever had weeks. a chicken biscuit ate out of your ass? <laughs> <laughs> you haven't lived. That's a, that's a Thursday night for me. Yeah. Oh, what Good snacking habits, oh. right? That's yeah. right. A little easy cheese. <laughs> <laughs> just fill that up. In, in the dark. They had that easy cheese that glowed for a while, too. <laughs> like, it, was like a, it was like a Halloween bit like when, in the 90s when everything had to glow or be a different right. color than what it's supposed to be. And that felt sexual. Like, <laughs> like, why else do you need... How old were you in the 90s? <laughs> I know. Too young to have sex. <laughs> Barely. Uh, no, I was 10 in 2000. <laughs> but, like, what other fucking reason do you need your easy cheese to glow? Are you snacking in the dark? Because Barbara Mandrell said that one guy could eat crackers in her bed anytime, but I haven't heard that anyone else can. What's Barbara look like? Uh, probably dead or old as fuck, right? She needs that easy cheese. She's at least 100 years old. 100? It's going to be a Bob Hope I'll Google it. <laughs> yeah, find out how old she is or is she still alive. Why don't alive? just ask the question to us? I mean, <laughs> we'll, we'll get Dakota submitting it right now. We'll get mad science on it. Dakota's submitting his question for the experts right now. In other news. Weird science. We got some more Pokemon news this week. Oh, let's Remember go. last week we talked Pokemon. about somebody stole like a shitload of Pokemon's cards or something? Mm-hmm. Oh, well, I mean, this, pro- Dakota probably remembers. I don't. Yeah, I remember because it was me. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. there's a couple okay. news stories about some Pokemon's. First up, this comes from New Bedford, Massachusetts. A trafficking operation that used Pokemon art cases to ship cocaine from Puerto Rico was oh. busted in New Bedford. Okay. Two New Bedford men were arrested Tuesday after a United States Postal Service inspector and the New Bedford police detectives coordinated a controlled delivery of a package to an apartment on Vile Street. You're living on Vile Street. That's probably bad you right there anyway. Creature. An undercover postal inspector posing as a mail carrier brought the package to the ports. Moments later, 20-year-old Darren Casado Ruiz jumped up and grabbed it and ran through the backyard to Salisbury Street where he got into a running red Jeep Renegade. Police stopped the Jeep, detained Ruiz and the driver, 19-year-old Angel Rodriguez, Authorities got a search warrant, opened the package, finding two yellow plastic Pokemon art cases that were heat-sealed with plastic. Police opened the cases, found two grams of cocaine in there. Man, that's actually... No, I'm sorry, two kilograms of cocaine. Oh, shit. That's a little bit more. Two grams is not much. That's not much. That's like a Friday night. That's like (laughs) like an old bottle of Coke. Pokemon cards and cocaine, that's just... Yeah, that's like my It's a Saturday night. Yeah. Two grams, that's a night. Yeah. Ruiz and Rodriguez were charged with trafficking in excess of 200 grams of cocaine and conspiracy to violate the drug law. Investigators said five other similar packages have been sent to that apartment. 
from Puerto Rico Cons- during the last two months. Conspiracy to violate the yeah, I, think, law? I don't think it's a conspiracy. I think they did so it. Listen. <laughs> so, um, you can get that charge knocked down with a little bit of envelope sliding. Like, <laughs> yeah. it's that simple. If that envelope's full of Pokemon cards and cocaine, <laughs> I'll do anything you fucking ask me to. I'll go to jail for six yeah, weeks. Yeah, like, whatever it takes. I'll do it overnight. <laughs> That's a DoorDash order I'm willing to pay a little extra for. That's not the only Pokemon story we have this week. Oh. oh. Officials say Pokemon cards help police and fire investigators identify a man who's charged with detonating explosive devices in Aberdeen, Maryland. Two stories out of Maryland, too. Pokemon's yeah. big up there, I guess. Oh, they love it there. The office <laughs> of the state fire marshal said that Jeremiah Burnett, 34, of Aberdeen, has been charged with possessing and using an explosive device. At around 3.30 a.m. Tuesday morning, Aberdeen police officers responded to South Rogers and James Street in Aberdeen for reports of a loud explosion. Residents in the area had been reporting explosions late at night for about a month, officials said. Officers discovered a crater near a wood line littered with Pokemon cards. Now, this might have been aliens. We don't know. Yeah. According to the so Office of Planetary Defense, this is Pokemon, not aliens. Officials said that same day, a citizen called the Aberdeen police for to report that he had argued with Burnett, who had ended the conversation saying, Boom. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> is this somebody that we know, honey? Tagline is boom. That nah. same person boom goes to dynamite. That same person said they found a it's Pokemon boom. card on their front steps days later. Officials say deputy state fire marshals, uh, Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms, and Explosives agents and bomb technicians reported to the scene. Police discovered several Pokemon cards and wrappers in the area and other evidence that connected Burnett to the explosion. A search warrant was conducted on the home where Burnett was arrested. Officials said several packages of Pokemon cards were found. During questioning, Burnett admitted to investigators that he had detonated the explosive. Investigators described the devices as illegally manufactured explosive devices, commonly called M80s, which are federally banned explosive devices that can cause serious injury. Those so are also like so fireworks from the eighties. Yeah. yeah. So did he go through the packages? Isn't there like some expensive? Yeah, the important thing is, wait a minute. Yeah, the important thing is what Pokemon so yeah. card did he leave? Yeah. Is this like a firework or like an original M eighty? He's no, it's a homemade device that so had the potency M80. of So an the M80. original M eighty was one quarter stick of dynamite. Right. If the if I mean those that's are, a hell, those that's are a big explosion. Yeah. Now you can buy M80s, quotation marks, yeah. that are just nothing. My yeah. grandpa used to tell stories about going to the community college and flushing M80s down the top floor yeah. toilet yeah. and watching them blow up a toilet to like two or three floors down. Yep. Yeah. Quarter stick of dynamite. Officials said Burnett gave no specific reasoning for detonating the explosives. While the investigation continues, there's no evidence of Burnett being affiliated with any group posing a threat to Homeland Security. No injuries occurred during the explosions. Burnett was charged with two counts of possessing a destructive device and two counts of using a destructive device. So possessed them and used them. He was taken to Hartford County Detention Center and released after posting a $10,000 personal unsecured bond, officials said. He probably had to sell some Pokemon cards to be able to post that bond. Well, you know, he was wonder if he's anyway. just getting pissed off. I can't get a good pack of cards. I haven't got a single I'm fucking Charizard. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, fuck this. You know he was a loser because he's 34 playing the Pokemon cards. Yeah. How old are you again? I'm 32. Oh, okay. yeah. so you got, you got <laughs> so a couple you years to break the habit. Years to go until you bring yourself. So I tell you what, you're gonna have to you're gonna have to sell all your Pokemon cards by the time you hit 34. All right, well, two fine. years we're gonna bring this story back <laughs> like out that, and I be like, like, like hey, that look at this. Fine, fine, I don't there. even care. I don't give a care. So, so June 2025, you have you can have zero Pokemon cards. Listen here, Dusty. Boom. 
<laughs> Every week we ask you to tell us what you think are the top stories of the week in entertainment and pop culture. Caleb reached out on, to us on Facebook again, asking to hear our take on the story that's making all the headlines right now. The billionaire that built a submarine to take tourists to view the Titanic wreckage <laughs> that disappeared along with four passengers earlier this week. Specifically, uh, the story he asked about was talking about how the sub was piloted by a third-party Xbox controller. Nice. Oh, I love yes, that. I I read I won't even that pilot last my night. Xbox with a third-party Xbox. <laughs> no, no, I only use so original Microsoft. Ma- so the it's a Mad Cat submarine. <laughs> they had a picture of this controller and. Yeah, it's, it's it's like one of the clear ones you get at Walmart for the like twenty bucks. Yeah. yeah, like it connects no, to Bluetooth the, uh, and shit. But yeah. yeah, but it also had like three D printed. Thumbstick yeah. thing. Well, like, you don't want your thumb slipping when you're yeah, piloting I mean, it's your like, submarine. Yeah, you, you might crash and die like an idiot. So, yeah. <laughs> so I uh, seen on Facebook, and it's somebody that we all know that posted. I'm not going to say <laughs> the names. Um, put on there. This is what uh, the people that uh, were in that little submarine is going to see when they wake up at the pearly gates of heaven, and it's like the ending of Titanic. The picture of all the people yeah, standing around. Yeah, all standing yeah. around this grand staircase. I, <laughs> I was like, oh, Jesus, that's so bad. It's about time some billion. As the owner of a third-party <laughs> uh, Xbox <laughs> controller, but my, I paid $250 for mine. That's, I'm pretty sure yeah. he didn't. This no. looks like... I think he paid like 50 bucks. Yeah, 40, and it's the best yeah. controller I've ever owned in my entire life. Yeah. The thing is, though, that like the military uses those to pilot a lot of vehicles as well, because, number one, Everybody already knows how to use them. Mm-hmm. Like when these kids sign up for the military, they hand them an Xbox controller and tell them fly this drone or pilot this tank or whatever. They're like, okay, yeah, but like it's real simple and they're cheap. They can they yeah. can just run through them constantly. But I think there's a little bit of a difference when you are you yeah. have like you're going in deep water yeah. and um, well, the, you're trying. The to bigger problem is that apparently this guy has said all along for years. That he's just been like breaking all kinds of the safety rules, and he's firing mm-hmm. all of the engineers. They're like, "This is not safe to take in the water." He's like, oh, "Screw you guys, you're fired." Yeah, there's like things that they were like, like, like this is going together. to fail when yeah. this happens. Yeah, yeah, and they've pieced things together, and like there's tape that's holding things. Yeah, it's up it's, a, it's a MacGyver like. Yes, yeah. <laughs> it's, but it's, it's like knockoff MacGyver. Yeah, it's not real MacGyver. Yeah. So it's like MacGruber. So yeah, they didn't yeah. Find it. <laughs> no, they they found a well. We're recording this on Thursday, so the latest story I heard is they found a debris field next to the Titanic wreckage. Would it blow they up? Think it, well, <laughs> it would implode if it, because of the pressure yeah. under the water, as deep as they were going, it wasn't meant to go as deep it was as like they 1600 went. 1,600. Yeah, and they the said water. after 4,000 feet, it was going yeah. to yeah, it implode. Like 16,000 yeah. feet, right? Not 1,600. Yeah, yeah. it was something nasty. It's like 16, th- 13 or 16,000. I can't remember. Yeah. But it was yeah. in like the... In any the case, it would have been instantaneous, because like yeah. it would have just like... Like if a, you take like, like soda if can. you take like a soda yeah. can and put it in the freezer and then put it in hot water or whatever and it just goes <laughs> and it turns into a ball, you know? Yeah. yeah. It was basically that. Yeah. It's about time that like a few billionaires died on the Titanic. I know the, the gold diggers are out there. Don't worry, they'll find that wallet of that billionaire. So uh mm. you just put them out there on the ocean. They'll the find uh, that the shit. better story from the ocean <laughs> is have you heard about the killer whales that are attacking yachts? Yes. Which is I awesome. think I this is so bad things happen to bad When people. I heard about this, I'm like, whatever. You guys are now I Googled that shit, yeah. and I was like, the fuck? Well, apparently what happened was some asshole billionaire took his yacht out in the North Atlantic, you know, North Europe stuff, and, uh, uh, you know, killer whales were swimming by, and one got hit by the prop and got killed. And oh. killer whales are very social animals, and the way that their their migratory route or what the area they cover is huge, apparently they've, well, however they do this, have been spreading the word that like 
these yachts killed one of our guys. And so now killer whales all over the North Atlantic are Are attacking yachts and sinking them. Oh, well, see, I got it. I heard a different story on why they're doing it. They weren't sure if like the the whale that started it was a female whale and they didn't know if like maybe she got like somebody had shot at her, like tried to harpoon, right. whatever it was. And then she taught um, her young to do the same thing, which then is now teaching all of the other ones. Yeah. Oh, there's so many different it, stories. It, it could have been yeah. the exact same story, but instead of a harpooning, it just yeah, it somebody a, got killed or yeah, a whale got killed. Yeah. yeah, yeah. In any case, the killer whales are like don't want any to do with it, and I'm all for it. You can take yeah. out all the yachts you want. Dude. I saw that deal that was like uh, that meme that was like, it's weird that they'd expect a whole generation raised on free willy to not root for the orcas. In this yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Every, <laughs> yeah. I don't know anybody who's like, oh man, this is terrible. Everybody's like, yeah, fuck you guys. There's yeah. that one deal you posted, I think, about the. Like Jacob Stern. Yeah. Like see what Some, somebody here. posted a thing about yeah. This is this is not good for the you know whatever or something. It was the guy who posted was name was Jacob Stern. Then next to it was a picture of a boat and it like, showed like this part? is the Stern. This is posted like, by a yeah, boat. We see what you're doing. Yeah. We, also, we see like, you boat. Also, that guy was like a rich Princeton dickhead or something. Yeah, he too, was. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Tell us what you've been up to. Share your favorite joke. Ask us your questions. Let us know what you think of the top stories each and every week. If you've if been attacked by a whale, let us know. Yeah, tell yeah, us. Like if you've uh, visited the Titanic wreckage and survived to tell the tale, let us know. If we use your comments, suggestions, we'll give you a shout-out in an upcoming episode. Send us your comments, your news stories on Facebook and Twitter. Just search for and follow us at PGTC Podcast. Post your comments, tag us in news stories there, or call us on the hotline at 417-986-7842. Leave a message with your comments, your jokes, your questions, whatever you got. Uh, we just might play your recorded message on an upcoming episode. That hotline is open 24 hours a day, seven days a week. We would like to hear from you. On this date in entertainment pop culture, June the 23rd, 1953, Frank J. Zamboni was issued a patent for his uh, invention. What do you oh, think he invented? I think I know uh, what this is. It probably wasn't the Zamboni or anything. No, no. <laughs> No, it wasn't uh, that. It was, a, was no, it, it was a. No, it was a. It was that thing that you eat that has like the pepperonis and it looks like a, a charcuterie board. <laughs> it, it's like a pizza, but it's like covered. A pizza roll, hot pocket, a calzone. There a calzone, you go. Yeah, but I think <laughs> he probably did that. It was a, an ice resurfacing machine. No uh, shit. Yeah, apparently. Huh. Yeah. Okay. June the twenty third, nineteen sixty, the U.S. FDA, the Food and Drug Administration, declared Enovid to be the first officially approved oral contraceptive pill anywhere in the world. Folks lost their goddamn minds. Between women being able to have sex without fear of getting pregnant and the civil rights movement, a lot of folks have not gotten over the 60s. They want to make America great again, yeah. back to the pre-60s they era, they yeah. where women mm. were in the kitchen, didn't talk barefoot and pregnant. And Motherfuckers. Yeah. June the 23rd, 19... <laughs> they're trying to be. <laughs> they're, well, they're hoping so, yeah. The yeah. problem th- is they went to fucking somebody else. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they could fuck anybody they wanted and not get pregnant. This is a bummer if you're not good at getting laid. June the 23rd, oh. 1979. A couple of big hits were released on this day. First up, we had this one released on this day in 
On the same day that that song was released, we had another song released. See if you guys recognize this one. Devil went down to Georgia. He was looking for a soul to steal. Oh. He was in a bind because he was way behind and he was willing to make a deal. When he came across this young man sewing on a fiddle and playing it hot, and the devil jumped up on a hickory stump and said, Boy, let me tell you what. I guess you didn't know it, but I'm a fiddle player too. And if you'd care to take a dare, I'll make a bet with you. Now you play pretty good fiddle, boy, but give the devil his due. I bet a fiddle of gold against your soul, because I think I'm better than you. The boy said, my name's Johnny, and it might be a sin, but I'll take your bet, and you're going to regret, because I'm the best as ever been. Johnny, rising up your bow and play your fiddle hard, because hell's broke loose in Georgia, and the devil deals the cards. And if you win, you get this shiny fiddle made of gold, but if you lose, the devil gets your soul. Oh. Fire on the mountain, run, boys, run. <laughs> oh, I like a surprisingly <laughs> low amount of fiddle in that song, though. <laughs> yeah, there is, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Just that one little part. Yeah. Uh, June the 23rd, 1989, Batman, starring Michael Keaton and Jack Nicholson, was released in theaters. We have a new Batman, Michael Keaton Batman movie in theaters, too, right? Yeah. Now. For those that were not around at that time, Dakota, there was nothing bigger that summer than Michael Keaton's Batman movie. It was the. It's still big arguably one of the. He's a the, good Batman. The best Batman. Yeah, I like oh, yeah. the I like the second I, one better, but it's, it'll be the only reason that I even bothered to pirate this new movie. <laughs> you wouldn't do that. I would never. But I mean, if, if oh, I were it'll be on like, HBO yeah. Max in like five days. So I, I think that between him and Robert Pattinson, that's yeah. I'm yeah. Okay. <laughs> June the twenty third. June the twenty third, twenty thirteen. Nick Walenda became the first man to successfully walk across the Grand Canyon on a tightrope. Doesn't say how many people were not successful before that. <laughs> Just says that he was the first one to successfully do it. Hmm. So good for him. Hey, they're not. They're thinking about doing away with the Grand Canyon tours and stuff. Like after good. that one guy fell off or so jumped off or whatever he did. The the idea is that the Grand Canyon is not becoming safe anymore due to erosion and stuff like oh. that. So it it's a kind of a government safety hazard. Uh, well, some dude like jumped off recently, like committed suicide. Like oh, he's going yeah. to unalive himself. Yeah, yeah, oh. and he, he was successful. So they were. I mean, typically, I mean, that nailed it. I mean, yeah. Yeah. they're thinking Good about job. closing Good it job. down just One due to. Thing he's done in I guess there's a lot of like landslide <laughs> issues Probably, and yeah. stuff like that. So they're saying that you could die. Yeah, that just, guy died. just by going die. on a tour in the Grand Canyon. Yeah, so. I've always I wouldn't thought that it. was kind of jank. Like, yeah. like riding the donkey through. The, like, I know those donkeys know what they're doing, but like, <laughs> so, what if it, so if you get stuck at the bottom of that, yeah, you're screwed. It's a long way out. Well, that's what they. It took like hours to retrieve his body because they had to bring in a helicopter mm-hmm. and people had to like rappel down from the helicopter to like scoop yeah. up what was left of him and put like, it in a ziploc. If and you run out of water for some reason, get down there without water. You're, oh, yeah, dead. you're done. Yeah. You know where you don't have that problem? The ruins of the Titanic. There's plenty of water down there. That's, That's right. You can't drink any of it. Nope. Also a long ways down. Yep. <laughs> Musician. Bringing water. <laughs> Should I bring water? <laughs> <laughs> Musician Randy Jackson, actresses Frances McDormand, Selma Blair, and Melissa Roush are all celebrating their birthdays today. So if you see them out, tell them happy birthday. Happy birthday. We are going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're previewing this weekend's Mississippi Comic Con. I don't know if you guys knew about that. There's a Mississippi Comic Con. There's a Mississippi Comic Con. We should go to that. Uh, yeah, we huh. should. 
We're going to take a look at what else is coming up this week in entertainment, pop culture, and more. Don't go anywhere. We're going to be right back right after this. After these messages, we'll be right back. Hello, friends. My name is Jason A. Meiske. I'm a thriller author and the host of the Sample Chapter Podcast. I'd like to invite you to join me each week as I introduce you to authors from all over the world. Together we have a nice little chat before the guest author reads a sample chapter from one of their books. There's been sci-fi, westerns, romance, horror, thrillers, and even the weird. There's names you don't know, and for sure, several that you do. And with over 100 episodes so far, you're sure to find a new favorite book. So come on over and join us every Tuesday on the Sample Chapter Podcast. You know when it's right, you know when you feel it, baby. You hold it, you hear it, you taste it, it's right. You got the right one, baby. Thanks to Jason with the Sample Chapter Podcast and Diet Pepsi for sponsoring this week's episode. Thank you, Diet Pepsi. They are the right one. Uh huh. Depending on when you listen to this episode of the Pop Goes the Culture Podcast, we may either be in or headed to Jackson, Mississippi for Mississippi Comic Con this weekend. The event runs Saturday, June the 24th, and Sunday, June the 25th at the Trade Martin Coliseum in Jackson, Mississippi. Let's talk about what's going on in Jackson at Mississippi Comic Con. First up, Dakota on Saturday. Okay. You have a couple Q&As. Oh, yeah. You've got WWE Hall of Famer Devon Dudley. Love him. Love that guy. Have you done any research at all yet to figure out who the hell he is? In my head, we have an eight-hour. In my head. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. And comic book creators Stephen and Lily Butler. You've got two Q&As on Saturday. I both watched them with Kenny one time and met them at the Starbucks at Little Rock, and they were the sweetest people. They so are. They're nice. I'm confident. Mm-hmm. And I feel good about that. You're going to bring that up? Yeah, yeah. I'm going to bring that up. They were so They're going to be like, who's that weird guy at the Starbucks? I was like, you know, I was the guy behind you sniffing you both. <laughs> weird. <laughs> I was just nice to smell someone that didn't smell like a lot of other people. Okay, That's fair enough. You can smell me if you want. And there you go. <laughs> Full time. Uh, over on the main stage, uh, we've got panels with voice actor Scott Innes, voice actor Zach Aguilar, rocker and actor Andy Black, actor Sean Astin from The Goonies and Lord of the Rings, WWE Hall of Famer Bret Hart, and actor actor Christopher Lloyd from Back to the Future films and a are few there, other things. Are there any of those people you need to do research on? No, I'm good. Nice. And the cosplay contest <laughs> Saturday evening, which is always a lot of fun. It's always a little blast, yeah. On Sunday, you've got a Q&A with comic book creator Jeremy Clark. Didn't you have one with him somewhere recently yes. as well? Yes, I had him in Springfield. Did you? Uh, he's great to talk to. Also. Yeah, he's fun. Yeah. He's a good guy. 
On the main stage on Sunday, we've got actress Gates McFadden from Star Trek The Next Generation, voice actor Sean Schemmel from, from Dragon, what? Dragon Ball Z. He's okay. Goku. Fair enough. And King Kai and a bunch of stuff. If you say so. I do. Actor Lou Ferrigno and OG Power Rangers, Austin St. John and Walter Jones. This will be like the 32nd time we've talked to Austin St. John this year. I don't know Black Ranger. Huh? Dusty is escorting. He's being an escort all weekend. Does my shirt say You know what? So I, was thinking, I was thinking about that. I'm like, yours says escort. And yep. I'm like, well, this is... If someone asked me my prices, I need a price list. You should yeah, have a price I'm list. I'm going to get you a price list. We'll get together after the yeah, show. We'll, we'll get, get a price laminated list and everything yeah. for you. Yeah, like, just give it. Here's one of my cards. Here's one of my cards. There you go. Jess is running the PA announcements and whatever else she gets roped into doing. Yeah. So come on out and see us. If you're in the area, this will be our last trip to Mississippi for Comic-Con this year. So this is your last chance. Come on out. Stop us. Say hi. We'll have the Pop Goes the Culture t-shirts on on Saturday and Sunday. Saturday, we're wearing black. Sunday, we'll wear blue. Ooh. Ooh. Do we we're have sa- a third color? We're saving the gray for the okay. uh, con next month. So I got yeah. you. Oh. That's a one-day. Because it's a one-day right? con, yeah. yeah. So we'll save the gray for that. Nice. Okay. okay. Chose the black. Yeah. Always do black. You know what? I, I, I'm, I'm pretty happy with that. We're inside. I, Black I on do. Saturdays. It's the yeah. busy day. We're all going to be at the stage with the cosplay contest and stuff. So yeah. goes up that sweat. It does it, exactly. Stage, exactly. Stage, he yeah. knew what was going on. Yep. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. You're looking out. And with Dusty, he's going to be the sweatiest of all of us. I know. An escort. Considering yeah, he he's probably an escort. After I think hours. you should make a business card, but it's fake room keys that you hand out to all the. That'd be pretty fun. Number on and shit. I'll just put my real phone number. There you go. Oh, you know, daddy's got to pay bills too. (laughs) That's true. That is true. Hey, Samwise, I got something you can do at Mordor. You. Oh. Hey now. This week's (laughs) pop quiz. (laughs) Let's move on. (laughs) This week's pop quiz, with next week being the Fourth of July holiday weekend, next weekend, we want to know what are some of your favorite explosions in entertainment and pop culture? Could be fireworks related. Could not be if you don't want it to be. Across movies, TV, video games, whatever, some of your favorite explosions in entertainment pop culture, let us know by searching for and following us at PGTC Podcast on Facebook and Twitter. The pop quiz is pinned right to the top of those pages so you can't miss it. Or call us on the hotline, like I said, at 417-986-7842. Leave a message with your comments. We just might play them on an upcoming episode. That hotline's open 24 hours a day, seven days a week. We sure would like to hear from you. I know my favorite. Do you? Oh. Yeah. Mine's from Dildo Man. This is is, is it really? Por- <laughs> is this porn related or actual? No, Not that kind of explosion. It's actual. <laughs> it's actual. <laughs> I mean, is it a Michael Bay movie? No. Oh. We'll save it till next week. We'll, yeah. save we'll it. read them off, and then uh, we'll give us our favorites. That sounds good to me. Coming up this week in entertainment and pop culture, this weekend, like we said, Mississippi Comic Con's going on next Tuesday, June the twenty seventh. Evil Dead Rises out on Blu Ray and DVD. And for some reason, somehow, Showtime's streaming service is going to roll into Paramount Plus. So that happens next Tuesday. Sure. Paramount Plus is free if you have a Walmart Plus subscription. So just saying. Does anyone have that? I do. I thought uh, you canceled yours. No, I've got it still. When you found out about the Paramount thing, it's like, I can't. Kind of, because yeah. it pays for half of it. So then yeah. the other half, we get free So you can get delivery. it for free. Yeah. No, the Walmart subscription. No, you have no, to pay for you that. Gotta pay for I got offer. I've got well, six yeah, months. They probably free. Get, yeah, I was gonna say they probably do give you those I got offers an offer for six months. Though. Yeah, they deliver your groceries. Dude, Microsoft loves me. 
So yeah, he's their best customer. Yeah. So yeah. you're saying that we should probably do this for at least six months and get our groceries delivered free? And we I don't think they go shop. to Rogersville, though. Yeah, I don't know. You know where I've used it the most, actually? When you're on the road? Yeah. Hey, that's a good idea. We got you always with them, though. You can get groceries delivered to the hotel. We should for <laughs> sure do that shit, yeah. Problem is, we usually go and pick out our own <laughs> yeah. food anyway. But yeah. That's We're true. always with the guy who has the membership. So yeah. That's right. Okay, fine. Next Wednesday, June the 28th, is new comic book day at your local comic book shop. And next Thursday, June the 29th, The Witcher Season 3 Part 1 drops over on Netflix. I'm going to watch it. Yeah, Yeah. I've been a fan so far. You've watched them all. Yeah, I like it. I wonder if they're going to have more nudity like they did in the first season. The second season had like no nakedness. Well, now that the girl's all grown two. up, there's no mean. boobs or no butts. There was no. Yeah. Jennifer I know. Season was one was pretty no good. No tallywhackers, no yeah. nothing. I, I mean, I want more dick wait, in this there, was, there was. Superman doesn't show his wiener. I'm going to tell you that. <laughs> if I don't see uh, Superman, nobody dick. else did either, apparently. So yeah. I don't see Superman naked. I give up. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> there you go. Canceling Netflix. And we'll have another new episode of Pop Goes the Culture Podcast. Look for that next Friday in the podcast player of your choice. Next week, we get the other team on deck. Remember, we're taking off after conventions yeah. <laughs> so that we can rest up. I'm here for that. You can check yeah, out. You don't get a takeoff, though. You're on no, the other I know, team. But that's all right. That's easy for me. Wait, you're playing both teams? I, 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 He's I'll, a switch I'll, I'll swing oh, both shit. ways. I don't mind. Play for all the teams. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. He's transparent. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> You can check all that out and more anytime at popgoesculture.com. We have a full calendar of everything coming up at the bottom of the website. Just scroll down on that homepage. You'll see everything coming up in the near future. And be sure to join the Pop Goes the Culture Discord server where the discussion continues all week long. You can chat with our co-hosts and fans from all over the world. We have put a direct link to our all-access channel in the episode description. You can check that out. You can also get there at popgoesculture.com. And be sure to get your Pop Goes the Culture gear in our online store. This is the last week to get your Pride merch. That goes away at the end of the month. Oh, I haven't even looked. All merch is Pride merch if you're proud. To own That's it. right. And we also have That's our right. summer gear. I still got and my pink pants. Yeah, you do. I like, uh, pink, I like that. And our patriotic merch, which goes away I'm next sorry. month, sorry. middle of next month. So you can get to our online store at popgoesculture.com. And again, we'll put a direct link in the episode description. If you've enjoyed this or any episode of the Pop Goes the Culture podcast, please take a moment and leave a review in your preferred podcast player. It doesn't cost you a thing, and it really is one of the best ways to show your support for the show. What are the other ones? That's it. Uh, hiring escort send, services. Yeah, sending us money. <laughs> yeah, sending us direct <laughs> We'll give you a P.O. box, and you can just send us a go. check for $1,000. There you go. So we can buy go. Pride merch and... Yeah, or whatever else. I mean, I could put a link to my OnlyFans on there. You there know. you go. Ooh, do that. <laughs> do that. Let's drop those plugs. Can we, like, and we'll have to do like some photo shoot with you wearing like all of our merch. Yeah. Wearing the uh, Pride that merch. That wouldn't ruin our brand at all. No, I don't know. It wouldn't. It'd probably up it. Yeah, I think, <laughs> I think it's a solid, I think it's a solid idea. I wouldn't I be able to afford the merch because I'd be spending all my money over there at the OnlyFans. That's right. Oh, shit. Don't worry. I got a discount code. You put in coupon code stuff. <laughs> uh, that's going to do it for this week. Uh, short and sweet because we got to finish packing. We got shit to do. Anybody uh, got anything before we get out of here? Uh, see no. you on the road. That's right. Come see us down in Jackson, Mississippi this weekend at Mississippi Comic Con. We got conventions coming up every month. So if you're not in Mississippi, uh, we'll be in Texas next month. We got Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. We got Arkansas, Arkansas Florida, Florida, Missouri. Missouri. Again, Missouri. A couple of Floridas coming Florida. up. So, yeah, we're going to have a good time. So come on out and see us somewhere on the road. Otherwise, we'll catch you right back here next week for another brand new episode of the Pop Goes the Culture podcast. Until then, be safe, be healthy, be happy. Talk to you later. See ya. See ya.
people. Ladies and gentlemen, the weekend. This show has been brought to you by the Pop Goes the Culture Podcast Network. Find links to all of our podcasts and more at popgoestheculture.com.